talk. Shout out to everyone who's still recovering from the derecho and everyone who was affected by Hurricane Laura. And I guess I'll just say blanket, hey, if you're affected by a major disaster right now, I'm really sorry. I feel for you. I hope you're doing okay. Drink some water and wear a mask. Let us know if we can do anything to help. I have some friends who only just now got their power turned back on from the derecho, which was weeks ago. Uh, I mean, kudos to those people who were managing to live in these super hot temperatures and, you know, still go on about their everyday lives when there was a tree through their living room. So those type of people are some of the strongest types of people that I know. Special shout out to Kathy Murphy and her Wednesday night bike club who have been out with chainsaws every single night since the derecho to help their neighbors clear trees and start to rebuild and they have no signs of stopping soon. I've seen just today that they have plans through the weekend to go out and help maybe a dozen people over the weekend. I mean, it's incredible. If you'd like to help donate to Murph and her team and their work, contact Murphology on Facebook or Instagram. She did not ask me to say that, so she doesn't have an official way to donate, I don't think. She might have a PayPal or something like that, but get a hold of them. Some people bought them some beer. Some people bought them extra chainsaw. I don't think they're called blades, but like the chain that goes around the saw. And some people gave them gift cards for gas. I mean, you name it. People have been helping them out and it's super appreciated, I know. If you'd like to help out on a broader level, as Mark mentioned on the podcast last week, the Iowa Bicycle Coalition has compiled a really good list of places, including Iowa trail systems, food banks, temporary shelters, and more that you can donate to. You can find that list on their most recent Facebook post or on iowabicyclecoalition.org. On a lighter note, we at RAGBRAI have just announced the RAGBRAI Roadshow, where we've got cabin fever super bad, so we decided to take the mini merchandise trailer on the road. Saturdays through this fall, through the middle of October, when it gets probably too cold for us to be want to want to be out there, um, and we'll also be out one Thursday for the taco ride out near Council Bluffs. Uh, join us for giveaways, rides, fun, and in most cases, beer and food. Uh, our first stop will be at the Flat Tower, Flat Tower. Oh my gosh, Flat Tire Lounge in Madrid on the High Trestle Trail. You might have heard of it. Maybe I'll see you there. I'll be there all day. Um, if you want more info like times and exact locations, check out ragbrai.com/roadshow or visit the Ragbrai page on Facebook. I just made an event for the first stop on the roadshow, and more to come. So. This week, I was trying to decide what to squawk about on Parrot Talk when I got an email from Matt R. with an intriguing attachment. He's been looking up old Call and Karis articles from back in the day, and let me tell you, they are all gold. This one I have for you today is one of Karis's first question and answer column for writers who are about to go on Sagbri. I mean, imagine being back then and cross-state bike rides were really not a thing, what an adventure that must have been to even think about going on it. I mean, we had hardly any support. Well, I'll let Karis say the rest. The article is from the Des Moines Register on April 14, 1974. And here we go. Advice on camping gear to use on bike ride in the Iowa Living section of the paper. 
Some of the people around the office are beginning to wonder about the essential wisdom of SAGBRAI, the second annual Great Bicycle Ride Across Iowa. The rest have been wondering all along. With more than 300 bikies already indicating that they plan to ride all or part of the way, people are muttering things like, is Iowa ready for this? And are things getting out of hand? Anyway, if you've already written to tell me you're going along, please don't write again. Unless you really want to. Meanwhile, the questions keep coming, and herein lies a problem. Some of you are asking questions that have been answered previously in this space. If you're really serious about this, some of you are going to have to pay closer attention. In fairness to those who are paying attention, I can't keep answering the same questions each week. Besides, my bosses object. Here's the latest batch of questions. Any toddlers? Question mark? Question from a woman in the university park. Did any of the people have children riding along on the bikes with them last year? Answer. Only two, and they rode less than 30 of the 410 miles. Too much. Question from the same woman. I usually ride a single speed bike with a baby seat attached. I also have a 10-speed bike, and I was wondering if it was strong enough to hold a nearly 40-pound child and myself with a backpack. Answer. First, the backpack would travel in a van, as previously noted. Second, I would strongly recommend against attempting a 430-mile hot, hilly ride with a 40-pound child, or even a 20-pound child, on the back of the bike. Unless you're ready to ride in the Olympics, you won't make it. But it's your bike, your body, and your child. Any age. How, would, how old would you like people to be? Is 14 enough? Answer. If the 14-year-old can make it, yes. If not, no. The fairer sex. Question from a 17-year-old in Trayer. How many girls are going to go? Answer. First, most of us find that riding from 60 to 80 miles a day is exhausting. Second, I don't know. Touring versus racing. Question. I would like to know what type of bicycle you prefer for a long ride, a touring type or a racing style, and why? Answer. Racing because they're lighter, roll more easily, handle better, and once you get used to the bent forward position, more comfortable. However, that doesn't mean you can't go on Sagbri with a touring bicycle. Camping gear. Question. What kind of camping equipment would we need? Answer. A tent, sleeping bag, and air mattress. Tents allowed. Question. Would we be able to pitch a tent at the campsites? Answer. Yes, that's what makes them campsites. No fees. Question. Will there be an entry fee? Answer. No. No escape. Question. What alternatives are there for campers if it is pouring rain? Answer. None. If you've never been camping in the rain, there's a new and thrilling experience awaiting you. Showers available. Question. Will there be shower facilities for those camping out? Answer. Yes. There may be a small charge at some of the campgrounds, no more than 50 cents, to cover the cost of shower facilities and cleaning up after we leave. Saddlebags. Question. Is it alright to carry a saddlebag or something of the sort to carry salt tablets and other little things? Would that be too much weight? Answer. You mean a seat bag? No, it's not too much weight. Many bikers prefer a handlebar bag because everything's within reach while riding. There are several good ones around. Youngsters need. 
Question from a 12-year-old. Do people under 18 need a guardian? Do people under 18 need permission from their parents? A. First question. No. Bikers, since they're all in the same fix, tend to take care of each other. Second question. It is certainly advisable. Good morning. Question. What steps are taken to assure everyone that they will not be left behind? Please reassure us that we will be assisted in waking up each morning of the trip. Answer. You will. You will. If you're camping, fellow campers, I'm sure will be happy to roust you out. If you're in a motel, leave word at the desk to call you at 6 a.m. Bus schedule. Does the bus from Dubuque back to Des Moines leave on Saturday night, the 10th, or on Sunday, the 11th? Answer. Saturday night, the 10th. That's it for this week, folks. Oh yes, about the hills. While it's permissible to think down, it's advisable more often to think up. I told you that article was great. I think we should bring back the term bikies for people that ride RAGBRAI. Uh, let me know if you like this content, and maybe I'll read another column on Parrot Talk. I have at least two more question and answer columns, and they're both even better than that one. Speaking of what you like and don't like, we're about to take another look at the Just Go Bike format. Let us know what you love about the podcast, what you think we should change, or what you think we should be talking about that we aren't. Don't worry, I can take it. Good or bad. Send us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Just Go Bike, or email me at JustGoBikePodcast at gmail.com. That also goes if, for if you have a suggestion on something you'd like me to talk about on Paratalk. Always willing to talk, as you well know. That's what all I have for you this week. Take care out there, wear a mask, and I'll squawk at you later. Thanks again for listening. Let us know what you think of the show by leaving a rating and a review. They really help us out a lot and help others find the show. For more information, check out justgobike.net. The show's theme song was written, produced, and performed by Ryan Steer. Brian Powers is the show's producer, and the Just Go Bike podcast is brought to you by the Des Moines Register, a part of the USA Today Network.